What exercises can you do to help prepare kids for writing? I know there's a lot of sensory diets, sensory menus out there. And sometimes I think that we as occupational therapists give these things to parents, give these things to teachers, but we don't explain the strategic time to use them. We say almost like a reactive experience to uh, a bad behavior. Have them do this to distract them. Well, really, we need to be proactive and we need to strategically place interventions throughout the day as a routine as part of the lesson planning to make a difference with these kids. So when we are looking at collaborative co-teaching environments, the occupational therapist understands the neurobiology of learning. They understand what needs to happen so that they kids can access that academic environment. And it's time that we strategically include occupational therapists in the lesson plan every day of the school year so that you are you, you as the teacher are placing interventions that are going to be powerful changes for your students' brains. So for example, one of the things that you can do to help kids transition, we all know that creating movement is going to help. But what movement should that be? So if you have the kids working on a project and you need them to stop working on the project and pay attention and listen, for example, they're working, they're working, they're working. Okay, it's time to come back. Five, four, three, two, one. Now, I need you to stop where you are. Yes, I know you're not finished. It's going to be okay. Right now, I want you to all stand up. I want you to put your hands over your head. Put your palms toward the ceiling. And I want you to feel that stretch. Rotate your your arms side to side. Twist your trunk. Now go up on your toes. Now back on your heels. Oh, try not to lose your balance. All right. Are your hands still flat toward the ceiling? Or have they shifted? Notice what's happening to your body. Did you bend your elbows? Did your arms get closer to your hands get closer to your head or are they still straight arms how does your back feel how do your arms feel how do your wrists feel how about your hips all right now we're going to sit down 
And I want you to listen to me because we're going to move on to the next task. You've just created a, a an environment to help with movement improve this child's ability to focus on you. You've given them directions. You've given them the opportunity to notice something about their body. That's interoception. That is that ability for them to really notice and internalize what they're feeling. And if you give them chance then to talk about those feelings, find out what they are feeling and let them know, yeah, we're not the only one in the classroom whose wrists hurt when we put your palms toward the ceiling. I'm not the you're not the only one who is feeling really tight in the hips because you've been sitting so much, and that is normal. But let's make some changes in here in the classroom to help improve our ability to uh, be a group in the classroom. Now, when you think about that task and you put it together with the occupational therapist, organically having the occupational therapist present and not just coming in to disrupt the classroom, if the OT is already there, think of the power that it's going to bring when you both are working on the tasks that you are best at. You, the teacher, are best at presenting the curriculum effectively. The OT is best at understanding when that movement is going to be the best thing for the student. The activity you both can do, but the strategic placement in the day takes work between you. So I encourage you to create collaborative environments.